Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm Michael Petro, your humble host, and we are supported by Proper Design Works. For all your custom clothing and embroidery needs, head to Proper Design Works today. Whether you need 50 patches, 100 shirts, 70 hats, uh, 400 toques. <laughs> I'm just going to keep throwing numbers out there. Whether you need en masse orders, bulk clothing that's branded specifically to your taste, Proper Design Works has got you covered. Okay. Uh, little item to note it's cheaper to actually throw your logo on a t shirt and advertise that way than it is to do Google, right? And you get lost in Google with a cool t shirt, with a cool logo. People are going to be like, where'd you, where'd you, can I buy one of those? Where do I get that? We get it at Proper Design Works. If you want to go into the custom clothing side of the business, you're looking for a bespoke tailored pair of jeans, your closet's looking a little empty and you've got a suit that needs some dress shirts, or you just want to design a really funky piece of clothing that says, this is me. Uh, they're going to work with you from concept to actually physically hanging it on your frame. And when you get to make a custom piece of clothing, people go, where'd you get that? You get to be like, I made this motherfucker. And then you get to tell them you made it at Proper Design Works. And thus the circle of branded clothing continues. So whether you need a lot of things or a few things, check out my friends at Proper Design Works on Instagram. That's at Proper Design Works. And when you're ready to place your first order, it is info at properdesignworks.com. We are also supported by Bodegos, a lovely global eatery, a deliciously delectable restaurant in the heart of the Exchange District in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Uh, I love going to these guys because I love healthy food and I love food from around the world. And I get both of those things when I go there. OK, their menu highlights things like old English fish and chips and classic spins on stir fries, flatbread pitas, soups, salads. Uh, pita sandwiches. There's there's something for everybody there, okay? And it's in the Exchange District, which if you're rolling through town and you've never been and you're listening to this now or you're from Winnipeg, you know how much character is in that area. So when you're done, or when you're planning, I should say, your Friday night, make Bodegos your next destination because there's like 100 things to do in the Exchange District after. Go for some after-dinner drinks, maybe go to the Cinematheque movie theater, check out a local movie that's playing. Uh, you do you, but Next time you're doing something and it involves eating, please go check out Bodegos. www.bodegos.com, 211 Bannatine in the Exchange District. Thanks, guys. This week on the show, uh, Jimmy Skinner, myself, and uh, our new friend, Corey Thomas from Ninja Cat Productions. He is a gentleman who is working with us to put on our cult movie nights, which, ta-da, we have another cult movie night to present to you. Cult movie night number two is Cemetery Man, the 1994 cult classic starring Rupert Everett and a bunch of Italian actors and actresses who I know I mispronounced their names. In short, the story is about a grave digger, not a robber, grave digger, who can't keep the dead down. They keep popping up a week later, and he's got to put them back in their coffin. It's funny. It's cute. It's sexy. It's weird. It's all the things that you want in a cult classic, specifically in a weird zombie movie. A uh, couple things to note. We had to ask the staff at the theater to turn down the music just because we don't want to get our asses sued. And two, my mom decided to bomb the podcast. I knew she was coming to the movie to support the whole show, but she decided to step up to the mic and say a few things. So that's what you're in for today, live from the Park Theater, cult movie night number two. Uh, besides that, I got nothing else for you. If you want to track the show at real debaters on Twitter and Instagram, the email address is the at gmail.com and our website, real debaters.podbean.com. That's it. That's all. That's all the housekeeping. I know you want to hear more, but I'll just cue the real and you enjoy the show.
we've sold them. I got the tickets. But so that's all. Yeah, keep, yeah. We can only do a hundred in there per show right now. With oof, spacing. Yeah. 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 But you know what's you know it's fun that you know what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the fucking movie you picked for tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is this so, going? Is this, oh, oh, sure. oh, yeah. yeah oh, it's, it's been going. But don't, don't, <laughs> don't worry. The magic of podcasting will, will take effect. Here. All right. I don't know why that's my magic noise. <laughs> the, the new voice you're hearing, the voice that isn't Mark, is Corey Thomas, who um, I met. We thanked you on the last, we thanked you on the episode that we were last time when we were for Zombie and you weren't here and that, that totally, we were heartbroken. We were, I wanted to like. <laughs> that was when my wife fell down the stairs. I know. Yeah. I wasn't going to say that, but okay, that's when your <laughs> wife fell down the stairs. Is she feeling better? Well, that was the thing. She fell down the stairs and then they had to put her in physio and physio is every Monday oh. in Corden. So every, my movies are on Mondays. Yeah. So. That's the worst. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I See, I'm lucky. I spend a lot of my time falling up the stairs. There you go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, <laughs> I just, I just, sorry, I just showed up. I was always picturing it <laughs> falling upstairs. <laughs> um, Corey, I have, I have one slight concern. Do you think they could turn the music down just a bit? Yeah. Not for loudness, just for copyright. <laughs> like, I don't care. I, 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 we're live, so the whole purpose of, of that is, is We can't cool. even say Disney. Like, Michael has to go in and bleep that now. Yeah, I have, <laughs> I have to put a, I have to put a <laughs> thing over that. Yeah, that's okay. Um, hey, Melinda, could you ask Ian just to maybe pull down this speaker if possible? Just a wee bit. Is that possible, it's, Ian? Even just this one, if possible, if you have the way to left-right it. Yeah pen that shit <laughs> <laughs> i just learned what pen is we got a new board oh so i'm i'm it's fancy do you, cory do you know <laughs> you know boards i'm guessing like, yeah you know i mean i'm a drummer so okay, only so you, some things okay i might have some <laughs> questions for you after the show all right but anyways okay so the point of what i was talking about was that the last time we were here we wanted you to be here your wife fell down the stairs physio gets in the way that's obviously more important than cult movie night but you are the reason we get to do these here from now on and I just wanted to thank you personally. Oh, my pleasure. For I mean, being like, yes, you can come. I don't know you, but you can come podcast in our lobby during movie nights. And well, when you approached me on it, I was just as excited. <laughs> I know you were. And yeah. that, I walked out of here and I was like, I was on fire, man. Me and my brother, down the streets. <laughs> we wanted to do something like this for a long time, but didn't have the means like, yeah, to yeah. do it and where to start. And you came to me, and I was like, "Oh, perfect! This is this is awesome." And that's that's the really planets cool, aligned. Yeah, match made in heaven. Yeah, <laughs> that's the cool thing that me and Jimmy are finding about this is that it, it movies always somehow find like you have a home, right? You can be a vagabond, but you can find so like <laughs> at a cult movie night is a perfect place for a local podcast to sit and chew the fat about the history of cult movies and and whatnot. So, uh, but you are the reason we're here tonight, and you picked this movie that me and Jimmy. A, uh, did you know about watched it? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we've seen it. Uh, yeah. I did not know much about it before uh, before you suggested it to us, and uh, I enjoyed myself, man. <laughs> I, I love it. Yeah, you see this little sticker on it, rare. <laughs> well, I want got Corey, that at Comic Con be, be, because <laughs> this is your first time on the show. I want you to give us a rough idea of what the fuck this movie's about. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the people what the hell we're about to watch tonight. Um, Cemetery Man, starring Rupert Everett, and he does a fantastic job. I would oh, say. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's, I actually have a, uh, one of my notes that I'm going to bring up here is I actually said he brought a little bit of Shakespeare to the zombie realm, which he's a serious actor. No, he's, he doesn't fuck around. He's got chops. He does. (laughs) He's got the chops. Yeah. But like, um, 
And I like how even in this, he can work with the goofiness of it too. The Shaun of the Deadness vibe of it, sort of. This is Shaun of the Dead before Shaun of the Dead was even an a, a afterthought. Like, yeah, because it's kind of goofy. It, yeah. But um, it's still awesome. Like, it's got some good deaths. It's got a, some... It's funny, but it doesn't take you out of it. Yeah, and it's still dark. It's still gloomy. Like, he lives in that shack in the cemetery. <laughs> with like You can see through the floor. You can see Nagi in well, the floor. Well, that's how they communicate. Eating his spaghetti. With, that looks with like garlic toast, maybe? Uh, yeah, something. <laughs> I can't eat and watch Nagi eat. I'll lose my appetite. When he's eating, like, oh. what was it, the soup? And he's yeah. just spilling. Like, Nagi, come on. ring around his face. <laughs> my I, guy, I just want to clean him up. I want to I talk about Nagi in so many different ways. But I want to, I kind of want to dissect this movie in a couple different ways here and, and and just for specs for everybody else if you've never seen cemetery man uh it is starring rupert everett francois haji lazaro which is nagi and anna falci which was she and like two other characters in the in the movie yeah she ends up coming back as the mayor's assistant at some point later in the movie first she's married to the old man yeah who she says is very good in bed yeah <laughs> oh yeah he's yes. great yeah he's, he's great in he's bed. a fantastic she makes that lover very clear <laughs> yeah that's what she leads about him like yeah. that's the most important thing about his yep. personality good for him uh <laughs> and i love when it shows his tombstone yeah smiling <laughs> imagine how much that costs yeah <laughs> get your chiseled smile into your tombstone wow <laughs> Let me get through this, guys, before you crack <laughs> me up here. Uh, directed by Michelle Soavi. Uh, it was produced by Tilda Corsi, Giorani Romelli, and Sauvier, based on the novel Della Morte, Della More. Oh, uh, he does say that. He does, he does. It's an international co-production between Italy, France, and Germany. It's initial release date, March 25th, 1994, on a $4 million budget. Now, yeah, tiny. Yeah, very tiny. And they yeah. got away with a lot, which we're going to get into effects. here. Yeah, very much so. But the plot basically is something that's causing the dead to rise from their graves. This flesh-eating zombies and cemetery custodian Francesco Della Morte, Rupert Everett, grows tired of killing them for a second time. Basic <laughs> remember, easy premise, I think. Like possibly. you were saying, you were saying Della Morte, Della Morte. That's what it was called in Italy, too. Yes. So they just yeah, Americanized they, they it. Ameri yeah, so that, that is the <laughs> Italian title. You're totally right about that. That sounds about Like, if right, you look yeah. inside, it's got the, the cover. Oh, we have a DVD copy it. here, by the way. Yeah. We, we do. We have your DVD copy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was, and like. This I, was $50 <clears throat> at a Comic-Con used. <sighs> and I was like, I'll us. take it. We, like, I tried to find this everywhere, and it was. It's uh, impossible. It is impossible to find, so thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you made, you made research a lot easier, because <laughs> we were just going to storyboard the shit out of this between the two of us, <laughs> sending texts back and forth. What do you think happens next based on Wikipedia? <laughs> <laughs> it says this. Is this factual? Uh, anyways, okay, so let's start with the story of this. Like, it is, it's ridiculous in the two lines that I've just explained it. It's like, the dead keep coming back to life, and he so has to put them out just one more time. I could be yeah. wrong, but... I don't think they didn't touch on what's bringing the dead back to life. Not right? no. I like that. I, I like do that too. very much because that's the old uh, Night of the Living Dead idea, right? They're just doing it. it no one ever it knows why. Night of the Living Dead happens. drops hints, right? But they never pinpoint it. Exactly. Yeah. I like that. In this one, they never say why. Good. <laughs> I like, like that the mystery. I watched an interview with Rupert Everett today, and he said something along the lines of, "Because he was getting really deep into this movie when he's talking about you it." Can man, he, me and Michael he, agreed he gives it a hundred and ten percent the whole fucking he really time. Really throws himself into it. All the bad things are happening around him when it comes to some of the bad but parts he's saying of this movie. But it's not him, him living in the cemetery. Is him? Uh, he's like the barrier between 
the dark world the and good the real and evil. world. Yeah. Oh, we're getting <laughs> metaphor now. Yeah, and that's what he was saying. I was like, oh, okay, okay, Rupert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had a good he's, time. He's yeah. raw, ushering the dead to another. Like they die, but then he has to carry them. Come, you know, pay the pay the shipmaster the token or whatever. Greek yeah. bullshit fantasy <laughs> I'm pulling out my ass as I speak. Um, for a bringing back of the dead, it is not traditional in any sense. Agree or disagree, Corey? The way they do it in this? The way they do it in this has, to me, and maybe because you, you own a $50 copy used of this DVD, so <laughs> right there I'm going fan. Yeah. Am I wrong? <laughs> no, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, so, like... Um, it, with that in mind, I went into this going, like, I saw the back of the cover, which was cool because it was a DVD, right? So you were like, you have an image already set. But What's on the back? As soon as oh, yeah. I, I stopped looking at <laughs> I stopped looking at this movie as something to take seriously. As soon as the first one walks in, he just pulls the gun up and shoots him and then carries back. <laughs> it's all nonchalant. Yeah, it's so not. And I was like, okay, I know. Great where. shot. So yeah. in, in that regard, even Army of Darkness, which is super campy and... Uh, bringing out of the dead zombie movie that even had a bit of fear factor to it but I wasn't afraid of this at all no I mean maybe if I was like eight or nine I used yeah. to get afraid of the Crypt Keeper on Tales from the Crypt when I was eight <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he's no. a spooky guy yeah. he's a spooky guy <laughs> I get oh that. Large Marge and Pee Wee's Big Adventure scared me when I was a kid <laughs> Large Marge yeah <laughs> That scene? <laughs> she scared Pee Wee then too. Yeah. <laughs> I think we were all scared, Corey. I'm gonna I'm gonna get up in there too. Um, some of the weird things that happened pretty quick in the story that me and Jimmy were talking about that we didn't understand. Um, first of all, how impotency just shows its ugly face. Like how the yeah. cop the cop says to him. Um, well, like, it can't be you. You didn't kill her. It's like a neighborhood known thing. Yeah, yeah. the <laughs> whole place, and then they make fun of him for it. Maybe that's why he works at the graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I was, I was a little. That that just to me was like, why? Do you think like, that's I literally like, just maybe said that's why? a metaphor itself for the dead coming back to life? Am I just? We smoked yeah. a big old joint before we did this. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we might be taking this a little too. We might be going a little too metaphor and literal on this. Um, what did what did you think of the story overall, Jimmy? Like, how did it present itself to you? It um. Well, it definitely didn't go the way that I thought it would go, but in a good way. You know what I mean? Like it. Uh, so maybe I'm going too f like I'm getting too far into the story before we get. No, there, that's but, fine. Uh, when they, the motorcycle crash happens with the, with the bus and the scouts and whatever, I thought the rest of the movie was going to be them uh, having to fight off the scouts. Oh, you thought that's where the plot kicked in. Yeah, I thought that was, okay, this is going to be the rest of the story. Like, they don't know what's going to happen. They're all slowly going to start rising from the dead, and that didn't happen. But I like the way that they went anyways. I'm going to touch on something you just said. What about that kill scene? <laughs> oh, with the, like, with the... Claudio and the mayor's daughter. With the bus Fantastic. running them over? Yeah. Oh, it was excellent. The it was practical. The of the head. Okay, here's, here's the... Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you for a second here, guys. This is the <laughs> best part because my mother just walked in. Hello. So <laughs> that's my mother right here, and this is. There's a microphone right there if you want to talk into it. No, you're not gonna. <laughs> I'm just gonna mention that you're here and you're not gonna say anything. You just. You, Hello. There, yeah, there she is. <laughs> that just made your show. Yeah. Well, the only other time I had her on a recording when I was testing a call to see if I could edit it somehow. So me and my mom were on, the, and I was like, can you hear me? And it was no, hello. and it was just, hello, 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 hello. So this is all your paraphernalia? Yes, this is all my stuff, mom. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to watch Cemetery Man today? Yeah, that's why she came. Oh, I thought it was zombies. Yeah, no, it is. It just, 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 in <laughs> I kind of gave her a an summary. I just gave her an abridged version. I was like, uh, tits, zombies, and cemeteries. Yeah. Yep. And her response was zombie porn. 
<laughs> so. We're going to give it a shot. Yeah, no. Yeah, Jamie I, likes movies like that. I myself, oh, perfect. Uh, you know. It's got myself. character. We're going to give it a shot. Okay, you can talk closer to the microphone if you want. That's <laughs> We're going to give it a shot. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Who says you can't teach 65-year-olds how to podcast, right? Love it. Love it. <laughs> um, if you can tell the bartender that I'm paying for both of your movies... Just let her know right. it's on my tab, and then get whatever you want to drink. What a good son. Yeah, you just go in there and okay, sit. I'll yeah, this is I've gone off the fucking railroad. I knew as soon as she was walking in. I was like, sheeting. Gonna, yeah, yeah, totally. Anyways, so everybody, that's my mom. Um, nice to meet you. Yeah. You can. Oh, I wish my mom would come watch a bizarre oh, horror movie. I feel so naked right now. My mom would never come watch Cemetery. I know man. it's su- it's supportive. <laughs> my mom's like, when's Grease playing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my mom would come if you guys like showed reruns of Law and Order. <laughs> is there a, is that a night here? <laughs> oh man. Oh Law she, and order. she. Oh this is this is. Do you, this is what happened every day at the beginning of every school year. This this Aww. bullshit <laughs> picture stuff that she just and yeah. you look the same I, since childhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, beard and everything. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> now I'm being scolded on my own show. You this deserve is, it. I do. I totally do. Okay, I'm gonna go back to doing what we're doing here, and I'll come talk to you in a bit. Love you, mom. Love you. <laughs> Very nice to meet you. Names. <laughs> Corey. Corey. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Jimmy. And Jimmy. (laughs) And Jamie. Jamie. We'll see you in there. You're in for a treat. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, where were we? (laughs) Woosa. Woosa. Where the hell were we? We were talking about the beheading of the mayor's daughter as a pivotal point in the movie for you, Jimmy. That's where we were. It was just nice, you know, it was nice, practical effects. It's what the people came to see, yep. and it was, uh, I honestly didn't see it coming at all. No. <laughs> didn't expect a crash to what happen about, right there. What uh, about Nagi puking on her first? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, the, the weird things that make no sense in the movie. Go yeah. on. Like, I was not, when I first saw it, I was like, he's not going to puke. He's, he's not going to puke. You know, puke. he was drooling, and I was a little worried there. Yeah. <laughs> and then, blah. Oh my God, that was. And she seemed flattered by that. She was that. like, "Oh, it's okay. He's so cute." I like shy boys. How, <laughs> how about buy him for me, Daddy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this is still 1993, right? Yeah. Buy like, him for me. <laughs> and, but in Italy, in Italy. <laughs> yeah, we're like, they play it hard and loose with the morals, yeah. right? Whatever. Uh, love you, Italy. Whenever you listen. Uh, <laughs> no, you start. Th- but these are these were things that like like when. Another thing with Valentina, the, the daughter, and I've never been so attached to a set of characters before, Corey. <laughs> I can't believe I'm remembering their names so That's perfectly. Uh, so Valentina and Claudio go on their little bike ride. But <laughs> but when she gets puked on, she looks up and Claudio's like, yo, hey. And, hey. and hey. She takes off them on the bike with the puke on her. Yeah, but she says, that fat man puked on me. And he says something I couldn't understand. And she was like, I knew you'd understand. Understand what? <laughs> what the fuck is there to understand at that point? I, you know? Yeah. It's, but these uh, are, my point is, these are just have, things that on. took hard rights and lefts from. Have you, have you yourself ever been puked on? Never. Never? Yes. Do you think you'd react? Oh, sorry. Well, Corey, do you think you'd react the same way? I would puke <laughs> myself. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I know that feeling. <laughs> Michael, you've been puked on. How did you react? I, I moved. <laughs> like cities? <laughs> <laughs> Just had like, to get the fuck like, out of like there? Like postal coats. <laughs> he was like, Mom, buy him for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
oh. But like those were, and like, I love the fact that it was, you know, Dr. Jack, oh, not Dr. Jekyll, but Dr. Frank's, Dr. Frankenstein and, and, uh, uh, who was his, um, the, his, oh, Igor. His, Igor. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Um, that's kind of how it was with Francesco and Nagi, right? Like he, he was like, you're, you're weighing me down here, buddy, but at least how you can you, like, do you think they've known each other for a long time? Like how, what do you think their relationship is? I think Nagi worked in the cemetery before him. Maybe? Yeah. Huh? Like so he's I always think, been there. I guess he's the little dude in the, <laughs> he was born in the yeah. cemetery. <laughs> yeah, totally. Even um, when they go into that crypt, even I'm like, is someone maintaining this crypt? <laughs> crypt? <laughs> Where he, oh, where he makes out oh, with the girl with the right. red sash. Well, no, because there was just them. bodies everywhere. But uh, yeah. I think we might have a copyright issue right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we may we may have a copyright issue going on. Could you just do, 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 <laughs> that lovely... Oh, it's because it's part of the movie thing. Oh, again. no, you know what? Can we that, just, do you think we could close this door? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's a door. It closes. <laughs> Jimmy to the rescue on the door. Okay, but we legs, uh, picks it all up. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, there we go. And it's not because of volume. It's just because of copyright. We yeah. don't have enough money. Yeah. To take on the band, <laughs> should they be upset about it? So should they um, choose well, to sue the, this? Small I don't think that podcast. band can sue you. We did a show for them. Eighteen years ago, and there was eighteen people there. Okay. At Flock Oof. of Seagulls. Okay. Yeah. Well, but they might need to sue us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If they don't have a lot, they probably would like ours. Yes. <laughs> uh, take it down to real debaters. And it's not a lot. We'll it's a podcasting that. kit and some t-shirts. <laughs> okay. I think I think this is the most fun I've had on a railroad podcast ever, by the way. <laughs> Mother bombed, right? Yeah. Like you that's where it, that's where it got kicked I up. Got, I got mom bombed for sure. Okay. So, uh, all in all though, like it, it's not the bringing back of the dead movie you expect, but it's kind of the bringing back dead movie you didn't think you wanted, but like so, Batman, like, <laughs> like, like Batman, yes. all <laughs> things, all things being equal <laughs> back to Batman. Um, no, but I, I agree. Let's get into more about what makes this of bringing back the dead. So the zombie aspect to it, right? Yeah. And the thing is, is there's so many zombie movies that are exactly the same. Yes. And I, and I'm a big zombie fan. Of zombie genre, and uh, are you a, are you a fast zombies guy or a slow zombie? I love guy? them all. You love them all. Yes. You love all zombies. Like when I was a kid, I loved <laughs> Return of the Living Dead. They run in Return of the Living Dead, mm-hmm. and but a movie like uh, the remake of Dawn of the Dead, meh, that was a bit much. I didn't really care for those type of zombies. But George Romero, I love him, and he says zombies shouldn't run. But <laughs> I, I still like some running zombies. I think you may be right though. All zombies are good zombies. Yeah, can we, can I watched a Wicked movie today called. Uh, ahead, I think it was called, on Netflix. It was a Korean zombie movie. Oh, is that the one where he's trapped in his apartment? Yes. Yeah, I wanted to watch. It was that. killer. Oh. Was it? And those are running zombies. Yeah. And uh, can we just not all get along and meet at a brisk <laughs> pace, like like a like a <laughs> jogging a zombies? Jog. Yeah. Can we jog? <laughs> a power walking zombie? Can we mall walk? Power walking <laughs> zombie. But I do love them all. But some zombie movies really annoy me, and there's a lots where I'm scooping through on the online, like nope, nope, nope. But this one is its own movie for zombies. There's yeah. none other like this one in the terms of what how it went with the recipe to make their zombie movie. And that's what I love about this one. Well, and they play a little fast and loose with the rules sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. when they take the mayor's daughter's head out of the coffin and she's just able to speak. Yep. And, <laughs> and when he's singing his little song, <laughs> and she's her head's on the ground. Around. Yeah. I love that scene. 
<laughs> I enjoyed it. Just a little strange. <laughs> little strange zombie. Doesn't she eat her dad? She does. Comes to yes. Noggy's thing. Yeah, and she flies at him. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Honey, awesome. why are you on the TV? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, and some of the lines, too, like when he meets Anna Fauci's character, which, I mean, no, no fault of her own. Like, this was a role that was designed to have a very pretty face in it. Like it, they weren't yeah. asking much of her. We could not play it. No, no, no. <laughs> she does a good job. <laughs> she does a good job. She's actually the Cindy Crawford of Italy. Like that's her. Oh, that, for that's, real? For real? Yeah, that's what wow. I found out about researching this. Yeah. So, so she's a big star. Out she's there. she's she was a big uh, a, a Norwegian. I think wow. is where she was born. I don't know if that, Norway. Nor, nor, she was born in Norway. She was born in Norwegia. <laughs> yeah, Norwegian. She was born in a language. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like she was a big name for the European release. I'm surprised she would do a movie like with a four million dollar budget, like you said, if she's this big star out there. Well, it's also probably her getting into acting. Ooh. So you can't like anything, right? You can't get Christian Bale money when you're you know just stepping on the lot for the first how, time. How well did this do internationally? I don't think it did very well. Um, um, I think it's caught a cult status over the last twenty some years, but. Well, uh, like you bring up a really good point because it's kind of why we're here. Um, what, like we we can we can break to this now because this is all over the place. So, <laughs> um, like, actually, no, I I want to I want to follow up on what you said about the zombie thing, but first before we go down that route for cult status, um, the when you say fast and loose, Jimmy, they did not play with like these zombies had a personality, right? They came. They came back to life. Like Claudio got on the bike, yeah, <laughs> and revved <laughs> his to life. Like still, is his bike also a zombie? <laughs> yeah, it, it almost was. Like it looked like it had been zombified. Like that's so yeah. good. Yeah, and, and like uh, just the the nun, the nun that gets its face smashed in during Nagi's like barrage yeah. in his, his basement yeah. dwelling. That's a man, I think. First of all, I the think nun? it is. is yeah, it, yeah, I think man. it's a man. Yeah, but like that pile of like it was just, like. They didn't turn the face. Of the, they didn't cave in the crater of the face. It just kept getting <laughs> like ringed down one smush at a time. That's an unfortunate effect, probably. Like, it just looked like a slinky pushed to like. It, <laughs> like, why is it retracting? They yeah. prob- see, because they couldn't. Um, they probably didn't have the budget to make uh, multiple. multiple. So it was just yeah. easier to have the one that would retract. <laughs> that would be my guess. That's a. That's pretty close to home. I'm gonna well, look um, at the yeah. big skeleton thing when it's talking to him. You're like, oh, okay, death, there's no yeah. budget there. Oh. It's all. There's five guys. Are you listening to me? <laughs> Where are you gonna go? Yeah, maybe you should start <laughs> killing the living. <laughs> its mouth is just up and down. Like, I, I'm gonna let that slide. Yeah, no, I. It, but see, even things like that didn't take me out of the moment. Like it didn't nope. take me out of the movie at I all. I wouldn't change any of it. No, I love it all. <laughs> yep. I, 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 uh, Shauna watched the second half with me because I started Saturday night, and then got sidetracked by finding out Interstellar was on Netflix. <laughs> So I was like, let's go back through time. <laughs> Watch Matthew McConaughey cry. And I like that movie, though. I love Interstellar. Yeah. I, I, I like lo- a good space movie. I love movies big and small. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's, our t- that's our new catchphrase. We love movies big and small. <laughs> Tonight's a small one. <laughs> but it still does the job. Big um, heart. Yeah. It's got a lot of heart, and it is... It's like, okay, if everybody's making murderous zombies when they come back, let's make comedic zombies when they come back, but look just as, as menacing as real yeah. angry zombies. I thought that was cool. And that's where a lot of the script and all that stuff was changing. But this cult thing you mentioned about Corey. Um, so this is what I found about this. And I feel that the more you can find online, 
grounds a movie in cult status. If people are still talking about it, if there's chat rooms that have saved information, if there's comment feeds that are still happening over the years. It's got that fan base keeping Cinema it going. If Cinema Blend and Screen Rant and Looper are popping up these articles, like, I mean, nothing about this 1994 classic um, <laughs> really was easy to find, but um, so it's based on a comic book character, actually. Yep. You know this? <laughs> okay. Danny. Uh, what's it called? Danny Delamorte. <laughs> no, Dylan, that'd be Dylan Dog. Dylan, there you go. So, <laughs> I knew it was a D name. <laughs> but here's, here's what's interesting about it. So based on the comic book character played by both Brandon Ruth and Rupert Everett, the answer is Dylan Dog, a paranormal investigator who protects the Earth from invading other dimensional demons and other creatures. Goddamn. And the star of a popular That's how he's Italian like the comic book series. guardian at the cemetery between the two worlds. But here's the thing. The movie is based off the comic book Cemetery Man, which then the show that Brandon Ruth did was, or the movie that Brandon Ruth did is based on a better make of Cemetery Man. Yeah, they made this right after, almost like an homage to yeah, it. And was, it was done in 2008. <laughs> yeah, Rupert Everett said he knew about that. Yeah. And he said he loved it. And he said he th- credits that to keeping the movie's fame going yeah, with his like fans. There's, yeah. there's, there's, so that right there where there's this obscure connection between um, the actor who's playing a role and then a comic book, like the, the levels that that's kind of playing in, I kind of give that a stamp as it might not have... Rocky Horror Picture Show show up just as your favorite character themes to it, but it's got a fan base. Right. Do you yeah. do you guys think this is something that should be remade now? No. No, no never no, again? No, I think is it, it a never be. again type never situation? Again. Okay. Because a lot of them are never agains for me. <laughs> <laughs> I do love some remakes. I do, but I wouldn't want to see this remade again. No? No. But the, yeah, and it's also... How could you do it any better? You couldn't because I think... I don't it, think the acting could be, like, it would never be up to par with Rupert Everett and the effort that he gave. Like, there's that Night of the Living Dead remake that Tom Savini did. I love it. I actually might like it more than the original one. It's blasphemy to say that, but I love it. So it could happen, but you just never... (laughs) You'd rather not take the risk. Yeah, this one I think is (laughs) leave it as it is. It's. I think it's perfect. He's putting the DVD to rest. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and it's also like it, it was made during a time where they knew they were making something different than what was normally being handed out. They knew it wasn't going to be a big hit. It's, that's, that's about timing, right? That's yeah. wiggling your way in between a popularity of a genre and a character and, and knowing right now we could get away with a kind of a parody, a silliness, a campiness to it that normally is acceptable where this is like, no, we're, we're showing you how campy we can actually be. I know there's a lot of zombie movies coming out now that I see on Netflix or Amazon Prime or whatever as I'm scrolling through and I don't even give them a chance because I could tell yeah. it's, it's a type of campiness that's going on right now in some zombies that I I just know I won't like it. Like, I'm just like, this is going to be crap. Yeah. I'm always looking for that next no unknown movie but it's, I'm, it's hard to find them lately. Yeah. It's, you know, Netflix tries to do what they can with indie movies and it's just... Uh, Every now and then they surprise me. Yeah. But I'm with you. It's it's sometimes especially it can be for hard zombie movies. Since Walking Dead came, it's just been an avalanche of garbage. Like you a mean lot that I don't people like. talking and then sometimes zombies show up. Yeah, <laughs> just like oh, here we are again. Oh. Zombies were uh, a sub prime uh, a, a sub character. They Not even a, like a B character. I'm a ridiculously <laughs> big zombie fan. And I, me and my brother used to always talk about. It. I always used to say, man, it'd be so awesome if zombie movies became 
mainstream like again. Yeah. And now they have, Walking and I hate myself it. for it. Uh, yeah. I mean. Mainstream or just allowable? In, <laughs> not, But allowable without criticism. Well, the right. reason I was couldn't wait for zombie movies to be successful again is because when George Romero did the last one, he did um, Day of the Dead, and then he didn't do The Land of the Dead until, what was that, 2000-something. And so I waited a long time for that to come out. I couldn't wait. And when it came out, I went to see Land of the Dead, and it bombed. did really bad. Oh. didn't even bring in $10 million. Pathetic. And <laughs> Pathetic. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? This should be huge. This is George Romero's fourth installment of the zombie movies. And Just a timing thing? I, I don't know. And then he kept trying. He kept releasing. <laughs> oh, my God. He's beating that dead horse. Yep. <laughs> he released like another four after that, and they just got worse. Sorry, worse he's eating that dead horse. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Five of them are eating I, You know what? I <laughs> edited it out, so I said that the first time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's Make how this me works. funnier. <laughs> um, the killing scenes in this were... Deliciously gruesome, but really easy to watch. Like I, yeah. like the when the three Boy Scouts come off the funeral bus brigade, and there's that one shot that he nails it. It almost takes out like a perfect quarter of it. Did you catch that? It's yeah, like, like a triangle of like his a head. Triangle measured shape to the head. I was yeah. like, that's that's new. What kind of gun is this? Is gun shoot shapes? Yeah. Um, Even like the first couple zombie kills are pretty good. The though. cross in the mouth. Yeah. I like they stick to the lore, you know, kill the brain, kill the ghoul. Yeah, yep. they do. Yeah. Yeah. Even and he narrates it, too. So in case you're like, just so you know, we're not stepping too far outside <laughs> of the zombie realm. One gunshot bullet to the head will kill this thing. And what a <laughs> shot Rupert has. No kidding. Yeah, he's a great <laughs> shot. Like, Fucking I don't quick think draw. He's calm he the whole time. Oh, yeah. well, he's been doing this for how long? Because, again, it brings back to him and Nagi's relationship, but I don't know how long he's been doing yeah, this they for. Never, they never Feel, let on. With his shot and his descent into madness, I'd say he's been doing this for quite a while. Yeah, quite a while. When you're so used to the door just opening and you're like, oh. Bang, right? <laughs> yeah, he's talking on the phone. Yeah. He just got out of the shower. Yeah. And he, <laughs> he oh, pops one. <laughs> back to the phone. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Now, as, as anybody knows, any good zombie movie has a you know one or seven gratuitous sex scenes in it. <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> said by but nobody none, ever. None with a red cloth between them. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. I, I would kiss her with a red cloth in the middle. I'd feel hurt. <laughs> she demanded that. Yeah. Like, oh, man. I, like, I'd still do it. Yeah, Just he was like, I'm, I'm still doing this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hurt, but I, don't I understand. Yeah. <laughs> and and when she comes back as a corpse, he's like, I'm still yeah. doing this. You know what? Yeah, right? and you know, he, that's love. <laughs> yeah. Love. <laughs> I think we all learned something here today. Yeah. Love. Cemetery no. Man teaches us a lot. <laughs> I mean, sh- that. Love or lust. What? There's a fine line. <laughs> um, I just there's a lot of like bringing in the sex just never felt timed right to me. Like the impotence joke about how it can't be you, and then yeah, how, you. you know, and then and then when when rubbing she, it in, he's the worst she, policeman ever. Just, yeah. Why does the whole town fucking know? Yeah. How does the whole town? <laughs> Who know? told you? Yeah. yeah. That made zip zero <laughs> sense. That that was his like jump to figure out. Gotcha, buddy. Can't line. be you. Yeah. Can't be you. Or it's gotta be, be the you. other guys with the not impotent dick. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so we have that right. That's kind of where it starts. And then the sex on top of the grave. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I'm sure somewhere in China, 
people get off on this stuff like yeah. you know just and only because there's a lot of people there not because they're weird and just the odds it's it's the it's law there, of averages yep, yep. so um <laughs> cover that so uh i i just the, the, it just felt poorly timed to me it was funny but it was like there's no need to have gratuitous like maybe bring her inside your shack right like but like sex on the grave yeah on the grave <sighs> And her and her husband's face changes on the tombstone. He's all, mm. I don't know if I'd be able to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know yeah. if I'd have it in me, guys. No, <laughs> I don't. There's just, I mean, it's not that I feel that I'd be doing well. No, I'd be doing something wrong. But <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no offense or buts about that. Sex on a grave is wrong. You heard it here first. <laughs> Uh, so I mean, if it's my grave, go for it, oh, kids. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd say go I for g- it. But I give uh, it thirty-two. Not then, for me. Okay, did anybody else catch like the weird fingering of the coffin hole and the? <laughs> yeah, the husband, I did. Right, <laughs> he's like, that out. was oddly sexual too. In his coffin, he's like fingering his way out of the grave <laughs> because he's trying to get to his wife. Like, there's just these. There was these innuendos that would work great, but just were like they they were on the 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 three and the one count, not the two and the four count. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> a little curveball. You know, I but and that's that's just me. And maybe I don't like my tits served with a side of Claudio on a motorcycle <laughs> riding a fucking zombie bike. But you love Claudio. I <laughs> I love the uselessness of these additions yeah. that made zero sense. Like, okay, so then another prime example, guys, call me call me out here. Um, so she right, Falchi's character dies the first time, comes back, he shoots her again. Then she comes back as a different character altogether that mm-hmm. we're supposed to be like, okay, fine, this is the mayor's assistant. And she's afraid of penises, from my understanding, right? Been there. So he gets the shot. So he, well, he wants to get my it chopped God. off. Yeah. Jimmy that, made a comment it's like about that big, earlier. Yeah, it's like this big, yeah, big massive it's the most needle. most unnecessarily big needle I've ever seen in my life. It's as long yeah, as it's your torso. Scary. Oh my God. It was ridiculous. Scarier than the zombies. That was. God. Yeah. But again. And because you know where it's going. And what it's gonna do? I, I, I don't again, think I do know where it's going. It's it's almost like why? Yeah. Like wh- why does impotency have a home in a zombie movie? So, hold on. Was that needle to re-impotize him? Yes. Okay. The needle was in place because she's the afraid chopping. of penis meters. Yeah. Yeah. Swangs. Yeah. Yeah. So he gets that, and then she's like, "No, I'm fine," and then. He regrets getting that. Oh, totally. Yeah, because then she ends up sleeping with. Do you remember that scene where she's like, I thought it was rape, but then we did it again and we made up and it was okay? I was like, really? (laughs) Really? That's actually being said where you were like, I thought I was raped, but everything's okay now. It's all good. That's not. (laughs) Don't worry about it. (laughs) Not going to. But we should worry about it. (laughs) You should. You should definitely worry about it. But the the other kind of questionably. Like, I don't, I, I don't know how to be okay with Nagi and his problems. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure because he's sp- like, spoiler alert, end of the movie. He speaks like a full sentence. He yeah. has to be taken home. Right? He surprises so you in the end, yeah. Right, like so he's been smart. Like not well, he's smart in his own ways. But he like he's been able to speak this whole time. He just chooses not to, and I kind of like yeah. that. Which at the end you find out that it was just exactly it was. It was. It was what? Like he what just bro- doesn't want to. <laughs> Frankly, yeah, I don't blame him. Everyone's just insulting him the whole time, asking if they Claudio can buy him. Claudio take care of everything. Yeah. Yeah. But except for the nice old lady who calls him cutie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's nice. She visits the graveyard every single every day. day. Yeah. 
Good on her. No, you know, he's. I gets, love when he's breaking leaves and <laughs> they blow away. And <laughs> he hates so cute. when they blow away. <laughs> yeah. He hates when they blow. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, dude. he's he's an actual uh, French folk musician now. The guy really? who plays him, yeah, <laughs> Francois, Very cool. whatever. Yeah, I found out about that. He was he became a producer and mostly a musician in a couple different bands. I think he played. The, I think he plays the lute actually. The lute. Yeah. What, what was plays he playing lute? in the movie? What was that? The recorder? It's just a recorder. <laughs> <The> recorder. <laughs> <laughs> like a little wooden flute or something. Like playing hot cross <laughs> <laughs> No, it was. It wasn't a pan flute, was it? Was like it like something <laughs> Zelda <laughs> would play? No, no, it's got the head <laughs> to dance to it. And was it the whistle? Oh, he does. A, doesn't he have the little violin too? Was it the he whistle that Mario <laughs> takes to go I to the new warp world? Is I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. He's he's like the snake charmer, but with the head. He's really good. That's oh, one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> it really is. Makes me laugh every single time. It never gets old. Well, and then yeah. like there's exchanges where like Nagi leans in for a kiss, and she was like she leans back. His pucker lips are great too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But she leans back, <laughs> and then she was like, "Well, you should go for what you want." It's She's not like, like I'm I can not fight into back. this, but ah, let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> like I can't fight back. She's aware that she's not only a zombie, but she has no body. Like that, is, and that's the obscurity that she no, like. she could have bitten his tongue. Yeah, she could. Yeah, have. see, that would have done it. She bit Daddy's neck. God damn it! <laughs> she bit Daddy's neck, and then Francesco shot the head, and then shot Daddy, and. I, like, I didn't. I liked her glass across. coffin. My God, yeah, right? impressive. Very, yeah. What is the point of a glass coffin? I want to get a plexiglass Just coffin. <laughs> <laughs> you think it would as soon as the mud was on top of it? It's then right? pointless. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I saw. I think it was David Blaine or one of those guys that does all those things, and he w- got buried in a glass coffin. Who's and the it other guy in. that does David Blaine <laughs> did, shit? Yeah. There was another one. I don't know if it was Blaine or Chris some Angel guy, or whatever. One of those losers, and it. <laughs> It was a glass coffin, and it caved in on him. And they had to, like, dig him out. That'll teach you for faking magic. Take him to the cemetery where wherever it runs. Side note, uh, (laughs) did you hear what Blaine just did? He flew over the Grand Canyon. Oh, he did do that? He did float. He did up, where he held on to a bunch of balloons. I heard he was going to do it, and he did it. He did it. I think he got to some ungodly height and then jumped and skydived all the way down. Which, like, like, now it's I just like... I did it. Yeah. I did it. I did it across. <laughs> he's just always, like... like no he one just asked 10 you, joints, man. that guy. <laughs> yeah. He's super mellow for... It's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold my breath for four hours. That'd be the only way yeah. I'd get up there. <laughs> be, yeah. This is God true. Um, okay, so we have... We've gone over killings. We've gone over cults. We've gone over story. Acting, we appreciate Rupert Everett's nailing mm-hmm. of it. I mean, playing. I love playing every Nagi character. was pretty good as well. Nagi was good too because I mean, Nagi was all cue, right? Nagi yeah. was all emotion. He wasn't verbal, right? So I love every character. I think they're all cast very well. I like his little buddy at the his one friend. His one friend who works at that office with all the oh, papers everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, office yeah. gives me anxiety. One T two form, whatever the heck he wants. <laughs> yeah, oh God. Cool. TPS yeah. report. Where's my TPS yeah. report? <laughs> <laughs> His one friend. That'd be great. Uh, that'd be if you could work Saturday you and could just Sunday. Work Saturday. <laughs> you could just come in on Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> but got it. You gotta duck out ten <laughs> minutes before five. <laughs> my red stapler. I want, but I want my red stapler. Uh, red wing line. <laughs> all in all, we're fifteen minutes from showtime before we watch this lovely movie yet again. Can't wait. Never thought I'd see Cemetery Man on a big screen. <laughs> Here we well, are. You, Serious. You're doing it, man. You're doing yeah. it, dude. This is this is all you. Um, a zombie. I, I'm upset I missed the zombie. 
Like I play in a band called Zombie Assault, which is oh. hilarious, <laughs> and we always wanted to open with the zombie. That's engraved in my brain. Yeah, forever. I love that song, and then the drums are just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my band was gonna open with that, and then that like synth yeah. kicks in in the background, oh, and well it becomes scored. that like <laughs> that reggae beat with it too. It was yeah. Oh, oh I wanted no, to see it on the big screen. I am I am better for having. And I can only speak for myself, but I am I am better for having watched these last two movies um, than before meeting you because I'm like okay I'll give other shit a chance, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's just uh, yeah. Um, hi, you've you've come back, mom. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, in like 15 minutes? No, thought I'd just leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's already seen it. I'll be in there. Okay. Yeah, I'll be in there. Mom, go talk to somebody who isn't podcasting. <laughs> like my girlfriend. <laughs> this is the most... Who saw the second, I feel like this second the, half of the movie? Uh, yeah. She saw the second half of the movie, so she's, she's coming to see the first half and nice. sold her friend Kelly on coming to see the whole entire thing. <laughs> so um, All in for a treat. I, I, no, I know. I, yeah. We all are again. Um, but I... Uh, I think with the amount of chatter that I found online and with what we've just kind of uncovered here, it does get a cult approval. Yeah, 100%. I think because it challenged a genre and did something to stand out and create a following. It's just something so... It's something different like it, it's i don't know I, I i'm glad i watched it i'm happy i watched it and i think other people should as well. and you know the type of people that'll like this oh, like, yeah. who've never even yes. heard of it and yeah. you'll tell them watch that you'll like it like when i gave it to you on the weekend there i was like you're gonna like it <laughs> oh totally yeah. yeah there's there's some everything i didn't like about it i still liked but i yeah. looked at it through like i don't look at it through the rip this apart filter i look at it through okay what don't i like but why don't I like it? And maybe can I like it for something else, right? Like, I'll, we'll dig a little deep. But just to back to your point, like, before my mother just decided to come back in again. Just, I'm your mother. I can do whatever I want on your podcast. My mom would, too. Yeah, no, it's a mother thing. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> fuck. Uh, but what I was saying was, having watched Zombie in this, I'm like, my, like, okay, yeah, I'll take some oddball. Like, I'm glad that this is happening because it's exposing me to looking at other films that you're jumping you, into my brain no I am stuff that I love <laughs> I am and how the fuck do, where's the back door yeah <laughs> but I mean you love Texas man I mean I yeah I'm a I'm a big fan I'm very excited yeah so tell yeah. Not everyone can handle yeah. Texas Chainsaw Corey tell us what's coming up uh, what's yeah, coming October up in the next 12th, few weeks October 12th Texas Chainsaw and October 19th we're gonna do Army Darkness and what's coming up next today no no uh, not Cemetery Man <laughs> after that <laughs> Let's What's see. one more What's for September, right? There's one more. Oh, shit, is there? It's more than meets the eye. Yeah. Oh, Transformers. That's <laughs> right. My childhood. Yeah. <laughs> Transformers, the 80s animated yep. classic. And I, I personally haven't seen it in a long time. Neither have I. I'm, I'm saving it for the screen. <laughs> I, we can't. We, we, need, we, need to, we need brush ups. Yeah. yeah we're, we're, we, we, moms show up and we need to research. We're not that crazy, guys. It's just a, an excellent slate of movies coming up. Yes. For sure. It's awesome. Thanks, mm-hmm. guys. I mean, I, I the Transformers one, I know it's going to hit a lot of people in our age group in the fields that want to see it again. Yeah. Big yeah. Time. Like, there's, I we've just told who we're friends with and stuff like that. And they're like, really? That's playing somewhere? I'm like, yes, it is. <laughs> see, like, so funny where else is, would you see that? I was telling you guys yeah. how with COVID and all this crap, how the, it's taken a while to get the crowds back as, to where they used to be. Yeah. 
Transformers is doing okay. That, <laughs> that one I think is going to sell out. Yeah, yeah, no, that I one will. Yeah, that one. And I mean, like, it, there's uh, this too shall pass. And I, I said before we started recording, um, I you don't have a thing to convince people to come to. You have a thing that people will eventually come back to when they're ready. Right? When they're ready, Because yeah. it's awesome, and it's fun, and it's interesting, and you get well, to you, hang out with like-minded you're people. Just, you're giving them movies that they can't say no to, man. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> right before the pandemic, people were coming up to me, and I was working a door before Melinda was, and uh, everyone would thank me. Like, I love the movies you're showing. They're not movies you could watch on Netflix Anywhere. or anything like that. Yeah. And some people would look at my list for the year, and they would just write them down on their phone, and they would come to every movie I showed, even Your though they never seen Your pre-COVID list is excellent. We were so excited. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Right on. Mm-hmm. I was walking on sunshine. Like. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, things will get back to the way it was. It will. It totally will. And, and it's going to be amazing. Yeah. And but I'm going to keep going in the meantime. Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's keep doing these. Yep. So, for all of you who this might be your first episode by us ever. Hopefully that's not the case. <laughs> Mom's not on every show. Um, and if, but if, if, if it is, if it isn't, uh, we do these every Monday night when Corey puts on a movie. Yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram to find out when that is so that you never have to worry about missing one. Uh, so follow us there for more Real Debaters fun. Uh, if you want to email the show, we love to talk to people. We're still waiting for that juicy email to come from <laughs> somebody we don't know. <laughs> no, that's not the case. I get a lot of emails, but like email me about the show. I don't want to get another podcast newsletter. Email me about the show. Give us an idea. We want to talk to Winnipeg people. We want to talk to Canadian people. We want to talk to any kind of people, actually, to tell you the truth. If you have an idea for the show or a recommendation or you want to see something or you want to see us play a game or whatever, we're down. We're down for the clown. Yeah. <laughs> We're not jiggalos. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Jimmy, I save am. me here. <laughs> <laughs> I am a jiggalo. Uh, oh, <laughs> great. Great segue. Uh, well, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's have another beer and let's go inside and watch this monstrosity. Yeah. I mean, classic piece of cinema. <laughs> and laugh our heads off yet again. Buy our wait. merch. Buy our merch. Yes, uh, skateboard maker still on. <laughs> For the love of God, buy hasn't, our skateboards. Hasn't stopped. <laughs> uh, we got skateboards. Uh, head to the website, therealdebaters.podbean.com. Uh, click on the prop shop, and there's two links there. Uh, the threadless link has the skateboards. It has shirts, the phone bags, cases, whatever you want. Whatever you want. Something you want to put our cool logo on. We've probably got it, and if not, well, email us and tell us why we should have it. Yeah, there you go. Pretty easy. You have grinders. Uh, that's a great uh, idea, Corey. Yeah, yeah. It's better Come than on. skateboards, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Come on. People need to grind their pot before they watch the movie. <laughs> I, I agree. I totally agree. Um, yeah, Corey, thanks again. My for pleasure. Finally, well, I'm glad you made for the first episode. Yeah. That was, I, I was excited about that all last week. Uh, thank you for lending us a copy of the DVD to my pleasure. Watch. You <laughs> saved us, man. Yeah. 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 I was like, I think we're in over our head here, Jim. Yeah, it it yeah. wasn't on YouTube, eh? I thought maybe I saw a link on YouTube, but. There's like five. But honestly. none of them work? or No, they're all trailers. Ah, I got you, got you. Yeah, they're all trailers. So I was like, can't really piece anything together on a trailer. Yeah, when I pick my movies for the year, I pick about 20 and then I whittle it down. And my wife's always sitting over my shoulder. She's a horror fan, too. And uh, this is actually hers to be honest. Oh. Yes. And, um, Thank you, Mrs. Thomas. You know, we got this in Calgary. We went to Calgary to meet. Their horror con smashes ours. Oh, no way. And that weekend, I met Bruce Campbell, um, oh Danny Glover, George Romero right before he died, bought this, 
fuck? Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, who else was there? The whole Lord of the Rings cast was there. What the fuck? Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> nuts. It was like our Comic Con is a pimple on the ass of the <laughs> one up there. It was nuts. Yeah. Jesus was, shit. I got a picture with Bruce Campbell, and I got to uh, get his autograph. He oh signed a book. God. Yeah, it was awesome. And he seems George. like the nicest man in the he world. He was rad. And you know what? Me and my wife were standing in the, the lineup to meet him. And his manager comes up to us, and he's like, you two look like you know what you're talking about. And I guess we were like the horror nerds in the lineup. He could really <laughs> pour us out. And Weird. Starts talking to us about all his plans Bruce has. And he's like, well, maybe we're looking for people to go with us for dinner. Like, we'll, we'll come, we'll come. And then it didn't end up happening. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, oh he just gets God. your hopes up. Oh, I was. Whoa. Hey, check out that guy's shirt. That's a sweet <laughs> shirt. Oh. Tell him to come for. Oh, it's Steve. To, yeah. That's Steve. That is Steve. That is Steve. Steve. Hi, Steve. <laughs> Steve was on last episode. This guy knows his stuff, too. Yes, he, he no he I, we saw the t-shirt and my buddy Mark was like go get that guy. He knows <laughs> go get like that. he looks like out of the like theater to talk, to talk about, show, yeah. Talk like I saw you before we have a cult following that comes to these movies. He's a, he's the diehard. You know what? I think a cult movie fan is somebody like a, a pirate sees a pirate, you know, the age old saying like, you, know, you know, like you can kind of see each other across the bar, yeah. you know, across the bar and it's the same thing with a cult movie fan. Like you just like I, when I sat down with you and met you the first time, you could tell we're I was a couple like, dorks. Yeah, kindred yeah. spirits. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. we're gonna meet in the middle somewhere on some weird cult movie. Did and Steve show you? He's like a the Warriors fan. No. Oh, I he, love the Warriors. They're remaking the Warriors. Him and his group. And when we play the Warriors here once a year, it's him and his crew. They all show up in their Warriors gear. Goddamn! I'm not kidding. And they're remaking the movie. And they went to New York and hit all this cl- the same spots where the movie was really? made. And they're recreating all the scenes. And they didn't get murdered. Nope. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. And Ajax, I think I think he got Ajax to do his wedding or something like that. You got to ask him tonight. Shit. Yeah. He is the biggest Warriors fan in the world. And uh, we're going to show the Warriors again this year, too. Well, Please do. And it sells out every we'll time. People go gaga for that movie. It's a great fucking movie. They were supposed to remake Can it on Hulu. They were supposed to make it on Hulu, and that just ended up fizzling apart. They were remaking it? They were going to do a TV series. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I'm here or there for it, but it was going to happen, and ended up fizzling it out or going into turnaround or whatever these things do. You definitely got to talk to him about Warriors. (laughs) Well, he's going to be a fucking hood ornament on the day of that podcast, let me tell you. He wants to talk to us today about doing a Warriors screening, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Love that. Everyone, Everyone loves Warriors. I, uh... Guys, it's like five minutes to eight. Let's get this thing going. All right. Let's, go Let's do this. Yeah. Been a pleasure, uh, guys. Thanks for having me. I've Thank you again for making this all possible because we love doing this and it's a lot of fun. Let's do more. Oh, but don't, <laughs> talk, we'll be back. don't talk dirty to me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I have been Michael Petro. To my left is Corey Thomas and Michael Petro. <laughs> and we're gone. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.